0: This is the FS Tech Podcast.
1: Welcome to the FS Tech Podcast. I'm Hannah McGrath, editor of FS Tech. And in this episode, we're going to explore the concept of open APIs. In the age of data-driven financial services, application programming interfaces or APIs have become the essential building blocks of digital channels, such as the apps and online banking services used by millions of customers around the world. But as the data ecosystem evolves and open banking shifts into open finance and open data, APIs are becoming far more than just gateways for data exchange between applications and systems. They're in the process of becoming drivers of real innovation and strategic value, far beyond the remit of software developers and data scientists. In fact, they're enabling secure monetization of data and building interconnected data ecosystems, both of which have the potential to revolutionize the financial services industry and massively expand the range of products and services available to consumers. As a result, FSIs who are slow to adopt this approach risk losing out to more nimble, open API enabled competitors. So, to take a look at some of the key opportunities created by open APIs and explore how FSIs are leveraging them to drive value, I'm delighted to say I'm joined today by Alfonso Navio, who is business strategist for financial services at Red Hat. Welcome to the podcast, Alfonso.
0: Thank you very much, Hannah. My pleasure to be here with you, and thank you for this opportunity to discuss about the whole topic of open APIs.
1: Fantastic. It's, it's great to have you here today, and I'm looking forward to learning a lot about open APIs. So um, I'm just going to dive straight into to our first question, and that is, what are the key advantages of open APIs for financial services providers?
0: Thank you for the question, Hannah. Well, first of all, let me say, open APIs have been first introduced by the regulation, mainly the open banking framework in the EU, coming from PSD2. However, what we have seen is that banks all over the world are pushing innovation on top of this compliance exercise. Even in some regions in the world with no regulatory frameworks, like the US, China, we are seeing a market-driven approach from banks to adopt open APIs. So APIs, and specifically open APIs, should be a critical component of almost any business digital strategy. It is enabling banks to create ecosystems around their open APIs with third parties and so delivering new digital services to their customers faster and more personalized. So to put it simply, open APIs provide a secure way for customers to access financial information offering technologies that can share information safely over the internet with trusted third parties. Whether it is comparing shopping for cars, or housing in the retail banking context, or even managing liquidity better, these services need to exchange financial services information, and open APIs are involved in this kind of activity. So you name it, consumer lending, asset management, even insurance, wealth management, everything.
1: Fantastic. So so it's this this question of an ecosystem that's emerging from sharing of financial data, making sure that's secure, and also opening up the opportunity for new products and services for, um, for, for banking customers. So what have we learned so far from the evolution of open APIs? And what would you say are the best strategies for their implementation?
0: Yeah, that's a very interesting question, Hannah. So you know that quote that says, it takes a village to to raise a child. We could easily say the same thing about open APIs. Many banks have succeeded in the world of open APIs because... They're not only taking IT into account, but also they're making connections on how the business is done. So, some of the first steps in terms of a successful open API strategy that we've seen working is including the product executives and make them develop the business case as early as possible, while all the risk and compliance professionals are, of course, on the lookout for trouble. Uh, technical architects partner communities and engineering all have all their their vital roles of course engineering managers are among those doing the heavy lifting when it comes to the technical side of open apis but mainly we could say there are three critical components that you definitely need to consider before starting your open api project the first one is setting the deadlines. So at the end of the day, these open APIs reflect the digital integration of your business. So you should definitely consider the API life cycle, including all the phases of design and testing, and also the, the implementation of all the business functions behind the open API. So our recommendation, again, is having the API defined as early as possible and make it available to partners for testing, even if it's just a mock-up of the real business. The second main driver is defining the budget. It might sound obvious, but definitely the size of the budget depends on the purpose and the scope of the APIs. So if product, services, and related processes that are already present in the bank most projects involve building those appropriate api supporting it services and all the associated uh, integration so a starting point for costing is to define the hardware and software infrastructure requirements for this specific open api uh, use case and last but not least establishing the requirements. So feasibility is mostly related to the presence of digital products and services and the related business processes. And of course the personal skills. So business architects and analysts define the, the business requirements and should discuss them with the software architects and developers. This is usually done in a recurring interactive session that define the list of activities all required to implement the, the final open API.
1: Absolutely. And 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 I mean, that's a really good introduction to the kind of strategy from implementation, making sure that it takes on a business-wide um, function. But how advanced would you say FSIs are on this route to maturity when it comes to open APIs? Where, where's the industry at the moment?
0: Yeah, well, th- that's a very interesting question as well. First of all, we have to say that we're seeing uh, differences in, in terms of the different geographies across the world. Of course, Places like the EU, the UK, who have been pioneers in, in terms of the open API movement, uh, are far advanced compared to, to other regions. However, and having said that, what we also see is that there, there is great difference within the banks for those that have taken open APIs as just a compliance exercise versus those who have taken innovation into the process. So Let's put it this way. If you just take into account the regulatory open APIs, which are mainly account aggregation and payment initiation, it's going to be really, really hard to monetize your APIs versus building a truly digital ecosystem and evolving to a real data-driven business model. So overall, we can say that we're still at the very early stages of open APIs, open banking, and the good part is that the best is yet to come for all participants, the clients, the ones that are going to benefit most from these exercises.
1: Uh, That's great. It's really exciting and and very interesting to see that, you know, different geographical areas and regions are at different stages on that journey. But I agree with you. I think that um, this could open up the route to a hell of a lot of innovation in the industry um, and also kind of a merging of different products and services from across different industries as well, which could be really exciting. So what are the main challenges and pitfalls FSIs encounter when they're rolling out open APIs? And how are companies tackling the issues of security and data sharing as well?
0: Thank you, Hannah. Well, we have to look at the history first. When three years ago, roughly, the open banking started, specifically in the UK, what we saw is like systematically most of the banks involved missed all the regulatory deadlines with the regulator. So what we learned from that is like, it's not easy for banks to embrace the open API journey. And that has a very specific reason. I mean, for a bank with a legacy infrastructure, it's definitely not easy to adopt open APIs. Suddenly, banks have to open their walls to, to third parties after being used historically, to be a fortress of money and customer information. So that's when security comes in and securing this authorized access to client information and ensuring that data privacy are in place at all times, you've got technical, ethical and legal implications. So you must ensure that security policies are enforced throughout the whole process, from the source of the transaction to the destination. And definitely, we could say that open APIs are, let's say, a welcome mat rather than a wide open door. So before allowing access to this customer data, you must require authentication through a trusted identity provider. Put in place some strong authentication controls, perhaps including biometric authentication or using multi-factor authentication techniques mainly all this is covered by the strong customer authentication regulation but to increase the business potential without compromising the security of your systems and information governance of your open apis environment it's definitely a must so financial institutions should set an api strategy that includes lines of business priorities set all the policies and procedures manage the monitoring and reporting of those open APIs and definitely create an API management gateway. So open banking, of course, is also creating new fraud challenges for the banking industry. These risks are magnified due to the amount of change needed in order to open the bank's processes to these third-party partners. Yet, what we see, again, is the strategic risk of not doing anything could be proved to be the greatest risk as customers and a strategic partners expectations continue to evolve in a very increasingly connected world so yeah. you know yeah
1: Absolutely. So the importance there of um, of making sure that you've got governance in place, that it's secure third party sharing, um, and obviously that, you know, authentication and um, ID verification is at the heart of that. So it reassures the customer, but it also means that uh, an organization can move ahead in rolling out those new products with, with confidence. Um, so really interesting there. So how do you build both a technology infrastructure and workplace culture that fosters successful use of open APIs? Because culture is quite an important point here as well.
0: It definitely is. So how do you transform an oil tanker and make it into a speedboat? So that, <laughs> that, that's, the, that's definitely a, a hard question to answer. But to compete digitally what banks, they, they must break down their legacy applications, the traditionally monolithic legacy applications, in order to create a culture that fosters innovation. So according to, to some IDC studies, That's the good news. Already 83% of banks view open APIs as a way to modernize their legacy systems, improve their customer experiences, and most importantly, break into new business models. So definitely a secure open hybrid cloud has become the ideal playground for open APIs, data-driven business models. And... what we see is that you need the following components. First, of course, open APIs. You also need microservices architecture in order to bring agility and flexibility to your application development and enable the bank to deliver immediate value to the customers. You also need a DevOps culture in order to reduce the development cost and accelerate your time to market by automating all your application testing and deployment. And last but not least, you also need a container orchestration platform to enable the bank to choose the right infrastructure in order to succeed in these highly regulated and risk averse operating environment.
1: Absolutely. So so lots of things to consider there. Um, and, And a key question for FSIs and for anyone listening is what the best strategy is for monetizing APIs as part of a data driven business model?
0: Definitely. Transforming the bank to be an open API ecosystem. That's the way to monetize your open API. And of course, open api should be a critical component of almost any business digital strategy as you know it will enable you to create this ecosystem around the apis with these trusted third parties and deliver these uh, digital services faster so nowadays together companies interconnected through open apis form a true api ecosystem Offering best-of-breed customer experience by combining the digital services offered by multiple companies. And this is, of course, having a radical impact on the banking industry, which traditionally has been very protective of its data and processes. And banks are definitely redefining their business strategy. Having a compliance approach to open APIs will definitely not create new sources of revenue for you. So you really must embrace this innovation approach creating these digital ecosystems in order to be able to monetize your
1: open APIs. Absolutely. And and so looking to the future a bit now, so how are data sharing approaches such as open banking um, evolving into open finance and eventually open data?
0: Yeah, definitely. Open finance is definitely the next step in the open banking journey. Financial information such as mortgages, savings, pensions, insurance, consumer credit, basically all your entire financial footprint will be opened up to these trusted third-party APIs when the customer agrees. So by sharing financial information with trusted third parties, customers could be offered tailored products and services that represent a better deal for them. And once rolled out, open finance will, for example, allow for the development of financial dashboards, bringing together customer data, such as investments, savings, and cash flow, all in the same place. Automated switching and renewals combined with advice and financial support services are also high up on the open finance agenda, along with accurate credit assessments. And, you know, this will ultimately drive us to the open data economy.
1: Absolutely. So as I mentioned um, earlier on, this idea of lots of different financial services, but possibly beyond financial services into utilities and energy bills and that sort of thing, bringing together all of a customer's financial life into one place, consolidating it and trying to optimize it. And um, that certainly seems to be where this is headed. So what role can open APIs play in speeding up development cycles and creating some more of those innovative products uh, and services we just spoke about?
0: Thank you, Hannah. So open API together with a cloud native application development unleashes new talent and new ways of working. So tech capabilities and solutions attract new workers and provide access to ecosystems with new skill sets. You name them, DevOps, agile, customer experience, customer journeys, etc. So the key is aligning technology with business then you can reap the benefits that require this new talent and these new ways of working. The impact consists in enabling process improvements such as automation to improve productivity and create a company wide integration, resulting in agility, a connected enterprise, a single source of truth in customer information, and transparency.
1: So, what does the future look like for open APIs given all of that?
0: Well, we could say that the future of open APIs look very, very bright. Mm -hmm. Banks will shift definitely from building end-to-end financial solutions to assembling best-of-breed financial services specifically tailored to meet these uh, innovative customer needs. What this means is that the traditional product-centric distribution model of banks will be transformed to services that will provide deep financial insights and integrate services of other industries. As an example, we've already seen that the branch network has traditionally been the greatest driver of banks' market share, but not anymore. Now, providing the best seamless digital experience is the main driver to success. So this can only be achieved by creating an open API ecosystem, which, as we mentioned, is beneficial to all. Banks are definitely evolving their business models to these data-driven businesses, becoming in the way software companies that happen to have a banking license. So we could conclude with this analogy. Open APIs are, let's say, a baby that is just starting to crawl. And in the next years, we will definitely see them walking and running as a happy toddler. (laughs)
1: I'm looking forward to catching up with that growth curve uh, with Red Hat and also with you coming back onto our podcast, hopefully in the future, Alfonso. That's great. And finally, if our listeners want to find out more about Red Hat and the concept of open APIs, where can we send them?
0: Yeah, thank you, Hannah. So uh, I would send everyone to our webpage, redhat.com slash FSI. And then they will see there a lot of assets, but specifically an e-book that I co-authored with a couple of colleagues, Alessandro Petroni and Eric Martz, which is called Open APIs for Financial Services for Dummies. So it's a really interesting, and I hope you really enjoy it. Thank you very much, Hannah.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Alfonso. It's been absolutely brilliant learning about open APIs and um, certainly chimes with a lot of what we write about here at FS Tech uh, in terms of the evolution from open banking into a much wider um, field of products and services. So um, I, I feel I've learned a lot. And uh, if you guys, as listeners, have any topics um, that you would like to hear about on our podcast, um, simply head to uh, the FS Tech website uh, and get in touch with us via the contact us page. And um, thanks so much to Red Hat and thanks also to Alfonso.
0: Thank you for listening to the FS Tech Podcast.